0: Hey everybody, welcome to Love the Nilsons. I'm Thomas.
1: My name is Alyssa.
0: And we're here to share our story.
1: Discuss relationships.
0: Talk about raising our kids.
1: Be advocates for mental health.
0: Share our faith.
1: And whatever else life may throw our way.
0: Let's do this. Woo! Welcome back, friends. We're here another week, another episode, another moment to have your life change forever. (laughs)
1: i can i can dream yeah we've just been over here giggling we can't even start because we have some of our best friends on and we're just on zoom with them and we don't get to see them that often but we just we're trying to pull it together we got it we got it but we're so excited we have jacob and kenzie clunker here it's like clunker but with an m in there how do you guys say it how do you how do you describe it to people just like that so many
2: ways yeah, it's like a clunk it's like a clunker car but with an M.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, there we go. But tiny
2: clume with a cur at the end.
1: No, but it's not. tiny clume with the cur at the end.
2: Clunker. <laughs> yeah.
1: But no, that we're would be so more
2: accurate for the German pronunciation.
1: We we're so excited to have you guys here. Um let's talk about how we met them. It's kind of funny. Talk about how we met them. Yeah.
0: Um so, sheesh, how many years ago was that now? Is that seven? Seven years
2: ago? Oh my gosh.
0: Six,
1: right. seven? No, because
0: it was right when was they're oldest.
1: No, it was
2: 2016 because we, we had been in Provo for a year. So it was 2016. Okay. 2016. So seven years. And it, was the second, it was the second football season that we were in Provo. That's how I base my life is how many football seasons has it been? Yes, yeah, <laughs> because it was the 2017 Rose Bowl
0: that we watched together. Exactly. So
3: fall of 2016?
0: fall of 2016 2016. it was a beautiful crisp morning just kidding Um, so we both lived in Provo Um, we were in the same church ward um, and it was just a bunch of young married like newlyweds essentially students married students is what it was Um, and there was like an activity At somebody's house, it was a service activity, I think. I think we're putting together like hygiene kits or something. And we showed up a little bit late, sat down at the table. I think we contributed one thing of service, like we put one bag together and it was done. But you were right next to us, and we sat down and just kind of like chatted, like get to know you, whatever, like basic, like whatever. Where are you from? Yeah. And then then it came up like my dad went to USC or like we were from California. And then Kenzie was like, Ooh, Jacob, like tell them who your favorite football team is. And I was like I like looked at Jacob and I was like, Are you about to say what I think you're about to say? And he said, USC and it was like It was bam. like
1: love at first USC connection. It was
0: a heart throb moment and literally though, since then like that that's been like the easiest friendship to start seriously with you guys. Looking back, that is true. Aside from like when you're a little kid and you don't even have to think about it, like this has been the easiest friendship that I've ever been a part of, like starting and like just continuing to have. So,
1: yeah, our first hangout, you guys like invited us over for a football game. And
0: that wasn't a good one, but hangout was good. The game was not.
1: <laughs> was that also <laughs> when oh, you toilet? That was the game. That
0: was the toilet.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then USC
2: lost fifty-two to six. It
1: wasn't actually me clogging. The it was Jacob I clogged the toilet. Like I to put there. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was one hundred. Alyssa just went pee. I was the one who who yeah. I I clogged it. Oh <laughs> yeah, we me. made little tiny
0: mini cookies. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how we whenever we like celebrate our friendship, we make little cookies. AKA, it's only happened one other time aside that I think, <laughs> but. <laughs>
1: We don't celebrate
0: reminder it's like symbolic our friendship started small and it will grow into a crumble sized cookie
1: so true but yeah we put that we are, on a meme we're so so grateful we but now they live in arizona we're here in utah so we have friendship across states but we're just trying to keep it thriving. So we're just here on this podcast. Um, Can you guys tell us how you met? Because we also have kind of similar stories in that regard, too. So how did you guys meet?
2: So we met back in high school as well. We don't go back as far as you guys, because you're like elementary school, right? (laughs) Third grade. Yeah, nice. Uh, We go back to freshman year of high school. We went to different elementary schools, different middle schools, and then we met freshman year of high school. Um, But we didn't start dating until sophomore year. Uh, We had the same weight training class, and I just saw her lifting those heavy weights. (laughs) You know me. I got to start dating this girl. (laughs) She was squatting, huh? (laughs) Squatting. No, I feel like you and your friends would kind of just stand in the corner and gossip while we 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 started we started a training program i was gonna start was it me training you and ramon training taylor you remember that sure (laughs) but my coach shut it down because he was like no you need to be lifting you can't be training someone else so tangent i'm the king of tangents sorry um so yeah eventually i told her i think i like you and we started dating and that was kind of the that the end of that we started kept dating throughout high school
1: um did you guys ever break up or have like time apart or once you started dating sophomore year was it just the two of you um
3: jacob tried to break up with me at the beginning of our senior year but that lasted like a week or two maybe (laughs) yeah
2: my parents were i'm putting this on my parents um (laughs) my parents wanted me to like date other people that not it wasn't like because of kenzie they just didn't want me explore to your options they wanted me to explore my options and so i listened to them for about a week and then i was like no i want to be with kenzie um i feel like we kind of did that same thing right before my mission
3: yeah
2: um i was like i don't know if i want to have a girlfriend on my mission um and so we kind of technically went into my mission not dating but In then, his eyes. but then but then Ooh. like This is kind of reverse of us. Yeah,
1: yeah, we have a similar debate.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So we, but in the MTC, she receives a a letter from me saying, hey, if you don't want to date other people, that's totally fine. (laughs) 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 So that was my, that was my come to Jesus moment with Kenzie. I was like, okay, well, I can't imagine my life without her. So if you don't want to date other people, I'm cool with that.
1: That would be great. It was very, so very
2: selfless, very selfless of me. <laughs> I'm not While I don't want to date anybody. That's totally fine. Yeah. Um.
1: Okay. How long have you guys been married now? A whole decade. Woo-hoo! Well, you sound so
3: old when you put it like that, right? Well, Ten years
1: old.
2: Kenzie conveniently reminds me all the time that I'm older than I think I am. She'll... <laughs> Like I'll I'll say something about like someone who just moved into the ward and I'll say something about me being like somewhat close to their age. And she's like, no, no, no. It was uh, when I was talking about being elders quorum president, I was like, I, I feel like I'm really, I'm like too young to be in this calling." She's like, I don't think you're as young as you think you are <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's true. You're closer. You're closer it's to true. 40 than 20. So,
3: okay.
0: Please don't ever say
3: that again. No, like just our life. Story.
0: I know, I'm not saying I'm not, I'm just saying. I don't like that statement at all. Okay, yeah. I'm,
1: gonna take it, I'm gonna take it back here. So you guys okay. were dating in high school. Um, I So we wanna talk a little bit about um, just your faith journey um, as individuals and as a couple and a family, as well as a little bit um, from Thomas and I as well. But so you guys were dating you were not members of the same faith at the time, correct? Correct. Um, and we just kind of want to hear how be- but you are now. So all four of us are members of the same church, the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day saints. Um, and so we just want to talk a little bit about kind of how that came about for you, Kenzie. So Kenzie, um, obviously. You were introduced somehow by Jacob because, you know, he was a member, but I know it wasn't specifically him being like, hey, come get baptized tomorrow because I want to date you. And my mom says that's the only way we can date. So we just (laughs) want to hear a little bit about kind of what happened and how that went down for you back in high school.
3: So I obviously knew like Jacob and his family were church going, like, but it honestly wasn't like a huge topic, I'd say for like the first year probably of our relationship, which Jacob hates when I say that because he's like, that makes me look terrible. But it's
1: okay. We're in high school. Playing a long game. Yeah, we're in high school. We're all just figuring things out, right? Yeah. So
3: (laughs) um Yeah, honestly, I feel like it wasn't until, you know, close, I'd say like just before our senior year was starting, um, you know, obviously in our church, the guys go on a mission at the time. It was when they turned 19 now it's, you know, younger. So he has an early birthday. So it was like within a year of him potentially leaving on a mission. I had at this point, like I heard about a mission. I knew what it was because his brother was on one, like while we were dating. Um, but I feel like conversations started from him, like, you know, hey, this is like a thing that I do. And when I get home, like, I want to get married to someone in the temple. And in order for me to do that, like, we need to be a part of the same religion, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was just like, small conversations that started like that. Um, From there, I feel like it got heavier after kind of that lightness wore off, like, sure. Yeah, cool. Um, anyway, at some point or another, after hesitation, I started to take the missionary discussions. Um, and from there, I feel like it was kind of slow start for me, the bigger push was like his family opposed to like the missionaries just seeing, um, I don't know how they lived their lives and the how close they were as a family, like um, I don't know, it was just like really inspiring to me, I guess. um both my parents worked full time, so we were just busy, go, 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 like we were involved in sports, whatever. We we're in and out a lot um,
1: so yeah I'll, yeah, I'll pull back a question for you. Yeah. um so obviously, like you guys are teenagers, and that's like a fairly big thing to change as a teenager. So what do you feel like, like aspects of the church and like of the actual doctrine were interesting to you or was it more of like this bigger feeling like that seeing you Jacob's
0: family and just thinking, Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, I feel like, um, something that really resonated with me once I started to learn a little bit more was, you know, what well, we believe that our families can be together forever. Um, And obviously with this mission kind of looming over our heads, it was kind of like, well, shoot, I want that, you know? Um, And honestly, I'm not afraid to admit that the things that brought me to the gospel are not necessarily the things that keep me in the gospel today. For example, like Jacob obviously played a massive role in just me being interested, me wanting to be with him. So yeah, that really played a big role but and i was very hesitant because i'm the type of person i want to know everything about what i'm getting into and i it's just not a reality basically you know um what, so yeah if I, if
0: I can interrupt here what did your like family support look like at this time like was your family like your own family kenzie not jacob's yeah. family Like, was your family like oh sure go for it or like what did that look like
3: Yeah, we didn't, I mean, we didn't grow up going to church really. I'd go with friends here and there, like, or my, we might go to like a Christmas service or an Easter service, like with some family, but we never grew up in organized religion or even doing religious practices, basically like prayers and stuff like that, regularly in the home. So it was really kind of like whatever you want to do, which is way better than having massive opposition. So I'll take that day. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. Jacob, did you ever feel like, cause I mean, you like brought these questions to Kenzie, like, hey, like, this is kind of what I want. But did Kenzie ever say, well, like, you know, why don't you just not go to church? Or like, why don't we just not do that? Like, was that a conversation? Cause you kind of said, we didn't really talk about it for a year. So did you kind of just think, well, eh, like, we're good. I really like this girl. Like, it'll work out kind of thing.
0: Were you like nervous at all to bring it
2: up? Yeah, for sure. I was nervous. She didn't, she didn't push back in that way necessarily. Um, I guess one, not necessarily that specifically, but I remember just bringing it up with her and just kind of talking about, you know, I know you're, you're happy with the way your life is, but this is something that could add more mm-hmm. to your life. And she's, and she was, and her response would just be like, but I'm happy with the way my life is. Yeah. So that was her pushback was, what do I need more? Like, I'm good with my life.
3: And that was something that came up <clears throat> a, lot. a lot. Yeah.
1: So do you yeah. feel like as you made these changes, because obviously like there's like doctrinal, like beliefs and things that you have to like learn and um, ideas that maybe you change. Like, for example, instead of death, do you part? We all believe that we'll be together forever, which we agree is like one of our greatest gifts and blessings that we have as being part of this church. But were there things for you that you were like, oh, I like that's hard for me. Like, I know you liked coffee. So like, Mm -hmm. I know we've talked about that before, but just like things like that, were there things where you're like, uh, I don't know, that's hard. And what kind of challenges did you maybe face? Like as you were kind of making this decision?
3: Well, funny enough, the thing that would bring us, you know, to be with our families, to be together forever, getting married in the temple was also hard because of my family. Um, They couldn't be a part of that in the same way that, other friends and family could because they can't go in the temple to witness that. And so that was actually probably one of the harder discussions just with my mom just being sad about that. Um just like I said like I'm happy now or whatever she just couldn't get past understanding like why do you have to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. anyway now now i feel like people do things like the ring ceremonies and stuff more or you know if you live in other countries i know they require you sometimes to get married civilly or so but i feel like 10 years ago it wasn't happening like all that often um Mm -hmm. but yeah i feel like that was i feel like one of the more just challenging things to have to overcome
2: we did a ring ceremony though
3: yeah so we yeah we came to a compromise but i think there was still just part of her like i'm the only daughter the first daughter like first kid to get married you know and so it's just like it still felt like a huge part of something that they knew was important to me that they were missing out on and for me it was emotional like thinking before we had decided to do something just oh the whole because I thought about the walk down the aisle with my dad, you know? Yeah, that was gonna
1: be my yeah. next question. <laughs> That's too, you know?
3: So yeah, we gotta spare, share a special moment still to do that and have a daddy-daughter dance, if you will, you know? So mm-hmm. looking back, I don't think, for me at least, no feelings were lost there as far as like special moments that I still gotta have with my immediate family. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. So what ultimately was like the deciding factor for you when you did decide to get baptized? And just tell us a little bit about like your baptism in that day. Yeah,
3: I feel like my whole conversion as a whole, it was never like one moment. It's Mm -hmm. just been like little things over time. So I don't, I don't know that I have a good answer to that question. But um as far as being baptized, I mean it's so so special that Jacob was the one who gotta baptize me. Um I mean he's what brought me into the religion to begin mm-hmm. with. He introduced me and you know taught me things and yeah comforted me in the scary moments of making a decision like this that felt I mean I was seventeen like I don't know you're about to enter adulthood like it just feels like a really big decision like that's a pivotal time in your life you know um so honestly it felt like the day was great like it felt really comforting to i don't know have that going into adulthood like once Mm -hmm. i committed and got baptized and he left on his mission that Mm -hmm. is just like i clung to his family i feel like and Mm -hmm. just that religion in general, I feel like really kept me like, you know, grounded and obviously has just ever since really. Yeah.
0: What, what's the, uh, the time? remind me the timeline of like, was it like the beginning of your senior year when you got baptized was it after, and then how long after you got baptized, did he leave on his mission? I forget.
3: Yeah. So I got baptized just a few months before it graduated. So it was February and we graduated in June. Um, so, yeah, just because om- my birthday's in April, so like I'm o- I was almost 18. So like my parents still had to like sign off on me being baptized. Right. Um, so then he left, what, just a little over a year after that year and a half, I guess, after I got baptized. So
1: yeah, and that so- had already been a conversation like you. You mentioned like that was kind of one of the first things he brought up. So you knew like leading up to this, like this was something that Jacob was wanting to do. So Jacob, like, had you like been for sure decided like I'm going on a mission? Did, had you kind of gone back and forth? Like, when did you know for sure? Like, okay, I'm going on a mission. Was Kenzie a good influence for you to go or did she ask you to stay?
2: She never asked me to stay. No. <laughs> not, that, not that I recall.
1: No.
2: Uh, that's, just not, that's just not who Kenzie is.
3: Um him going on a mission was a very matter of fact thing. Like this yeah. is happening.
0: As it was like an it not an if but when essentially. Yeah.
2: That's kind of how I grew up. My parents my parents, it wasn't if you go on a mission, it was kind of when you go on a mission. Um and so that was my mentality. There were times, you know, as a teenager where I didn't necessarily want to go on a mission, but <clears throat> deep down I didn't ever really feel like i wouldn't serve a mission if that makes sense like i didn't want to but i knew that i was going to um but i wasn't really
0: i feel like i I can relate to that like the feeling of like you know it's gonna happen like but like the actual thinking of it through and like wow that sounds really hard and you're like ooh, like i don't think any teenager actually like thinks of that and thinks sounds like a great plan sign (laughs) me up like it (laughs) is a sacrifice and requires like dedication and you know giving up a lot of things but yeah I, I can relate to that a lot
2: yeah so yeah i didn't i didn't really start like really truly preparing until after high school kind of the year between graduation and when i actually left was when i <clears throat> like put in a lot more time you know in the scriptures and prayer and Kind of preparing to actually do the work that's where it became less of a, a duty and more of something that i wanted to do so but yeah in terms of kenzie wanting me to stay i'm sure she did but <laughs> she would have never asked me to to not go
1: yeah you said you like it made you want to go like what made you want to go on a mission like why did you want to go
2: building a relationship with the savior first for sure um you know just the more the more you do that the more you want to kind of reach out to other people and so that was a natural progression from you know building a relationship that i don't know was there i guess growing up but definitely got stronger during that time yeah Uh, my mom particularly has always had um, a very strong testimony and so growing up I really um, unknowingly relied on her um, and even during that time preparing for my mission um, I've learned a lot from her growing up about having a, a relationship with with Heavenly Father so
1: yeah. That's awesome. I think as teenagers too, like, no matter what the parents beliefs are, like, as a child, and as like a teenager, you're always going to have to lean on your parents. And so hopefully it's for a positive thing, you know, like having a relationship with God. And so that's really, that's really awesome. Um, so you left on a mission, you kind of said, "So I actually don't know, did you know that they like were kind of broken up when they left, when he left? Nope. I don't know if i ever like realized that part of the story actually wait so yeah i want to hear about like so the, i want
0: to hear about like the week leading up to you to your mission then saying goodbye and leaving like what did that week look like
3: so Terrible. well first of all <laughs> yeah oh, no, no yeah, but first
0: of all either so we get
3: that <laughs> maybe it gets left out too, because like, we've been together for so long now, like that time is such a minuscule amount in the relationship we've had now, but yeah. Um, okay. So funny thing is, you know, he honestly tried to do the same thing he did to me at the start of senior year. Like, I think, you know, we just, I need to focus on getting ready for my mission, like whatever, can't be dealing whatever. Anyway, that lasted like a week and then
0: please tell me you didn't use the line i can't be dealing with you you did not say those words
3: right i I said like it's not you it's me no whatever yeah that's that's (laughs) great
0: that's fine that's fine
3: but so his parents too like did not they just wanted him to like i mean be Mm -hmm. laser focused i feel like which at the time i feel like was like um i'm a good influence but looking now through a parent lens, like I understand so much more. <laughs> so it's just funny to have that perspective. But I'd say though, we were like, I don't wanna say this isn't as negative or as naughty as it sounds, but I feel like we were like sneaking around, like every chance we'd get like to hold hands or like I <laughs> wanna, like his parents knew we were hanging out, but like we'd go to the store so we could hold hands in the car or like, yeah kiss you know like little things yeah. like that so i feel like it was pretty obvious though leading up like directly before your mission that like yeah you wouldn't you didn't have any other girlfriends basically so yeah. yeah so i feel like our goodbye was like how you would expect it absolutely terrible because yeah. we were in love whatever
2: you know <laughs> goodbye to kenzie and my best friend from high school at the same time
3: Oof. And we were That's both cool. me and her friend were a blubbering mess together. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Not a good idea.
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, yeah. not a good idea but also like knock it out all in one, I
1: guess. <laughs> yeah. Just get it over with.
0: Um, it's just it one just eye- eye- it's just one
2: huge band-aid to rip off instead of lots of little ones, I guess. <laughs> the band I feel like the band-aid was really ripped off the first night in the mtc For mm-hmm. anyone l- listening that maybe is not familiar with missionary work, missionary training center mm-hmm. MTB, in Provo. And that first night I'm laying there in our crappy bump, bunk, bunk beds. <laughs> I'm just like, I have 104 weeks of this <laughs> <laughs>
3: Not counting or anything.
2: Yeah. I definitely cried. There my were definitely day. times on my mission where I was counting, not because oh, yeah. I wasn't loving my mission, cause I did, I loved my mission so much um but you absolutely yeah, happy- we haven't talked about that where did you go south africa
1: wait, wait, Johannesburg. yeah <laughs> yeah
2: so anyway yeah like kenzie said you know as a parent i understand my parent my parents wanting me to not go out with a girlfriend because it absolutely makes it harder um i wouldn't go back and do it any other way because yeah. she turned out to be my wife but did it well, make my mission harder yeah it did because I missed her all the time every p-day I didn't all I wanted to do was read letters from her and write her this was before I was allowed. we were allowed to even email friends yeah I had to write my friends I could only email my parents, my parents so. missionaries nowadays man they're spoiled
1: I know my, we <laughs> no we're just kidding. I think my brother just learned how to like address an envelope and he's in his 20s and
0: went on a mission. I'm like, yeah, he's like man. come and gone
1: from a mission and he was trying to address an envelope and he like didn't know how. <laughs> Although
0: that we're over here. Well, he changed while he was on his mission, like the whole like you can FaceTime yeah. or you know, oh next
3: wow, next anyway. Sunday. So yeah, yeah. just we digress. It, uh, yeah, back up. then we were writing like international addresses. Okay, like
0: uh-huh. just, how, how long just yeah. out of curiosity would it take to like once you sent a letter whether it was from south africa to us or vice versa like how long did it take to arrive
3: i probably know better right because i was on the re- well i was on the receiving end of the letters but i would send yeah. him packages i feel like we were always i feel like it was like two weeks about but occasionally one would get lost and then i would get it like way later mm-hmm. so basically what he would do is he I would email him and he would print it and write me back. So we were always right. like a week off right. that, yeah. of writing. So yeah, that way I could get him faster, but then he would write me and it'd be about two weeks. I feel like oh, it was about right. two weeks when I'd send him stuff. But again, things seem to get lost
2: sometimes, but well, and another thing, if it was a package, it would get sent to the mission home. Mm-hmm. And for like half my mission, I was ten hours from the mission home, so I wouldn't and get until you them. had meetings with transfers, yeah. zone conference or something like that. So yeah, there, sometimes it would be weeks, like even um, you know over a month before I'd get anything from her. Yeah, so
1: Jeez. that's <laughs> yeah. So I would say the biggest difference between like when thomas was on his mission with me and kenzie for you when jacob was gone was that you chose to not date anybody i did not make that choice i dated um i dated for like i would say a year because i didn't go on dates for like the first six months after you left and then i dated not like a ton but like you know enough more than thomas would like clearly yeah and then
0: i was fine with it and, for then, the record. and then
1: i chose to stop dating a few months before you came home because at that point i was like they're like I, i'm gonna at least go on a date so it was i didn't i didn't feel yeah. like it felt fair to any guys but you chose to not date at all so did you guys know you we were gonna get married? Did you talk about it? Or did you just say, I for sure want to date him no matter what, even if we don't get married, like what was like your thought process? Jacob, there? did
0: you propose via letter, your last letter that you sent her?
1: Thank um, goodness,
0: no. With a ring that you made no, I... in the mines of South Africa.
2: No, my, Black diamond my proposal out. was super baller.
3: All right. Well. <laughs> just um, throwing
2: it out there. It, it was, was super what, baller.
0: Yes. Okay. We'll have to get that story in a second, but answer that question first.
3: Um, well, first of all, I feel like to make you sound better, Alyssa, I was still living at home with my parents and I was not living in a place that was heavily populated with our church members. And at that time, like I always felt like I wanted to get married young. So I just wasn't going to date anyone just to date anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, I did go to the singles ward once with Jacob's brother, and it was one of the most awkward things I've ever experienced. So like, I mean, that certified a lot of things for me right there.
1: This was in Um, Washington, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was just living at home. And so I feel like that made it just easier too. Like I removed myself from some temptation
2: in that way, I guess. Also, shout out to my brother for taking you to the singles (laughs) ward. Clutch. really idea. looking out
0: there <laughs> way to go justin
3: um but i feel like towards the end of his mission we started. i don't know in the last six months i feel like we started talking about things like and more like when we get married opposed to if we get married and like making not like making plans in a big way but like i don't know
0: outline sort of
3: yeah, and so this is, you know, LDS church weddings happen so quickly compared to people in not in our little bubble. Yeah. yeah, so for my mom, you know, like the bride's family is supposed to plan the wedding. For my mom, that was like a huge stressor, and so uh, she felt like I needed to start getting some information now. Um <laughs> and so that was i feel like that was the hardest thing and maybe that's why the topic even started i don't know Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean it all ended up turning out fine but yeah i don't know if there was for me it was always like uh we're gonna get married like maybe that was me being naive and i'm fine to admit that but like Mm it i don't know even before he left on his mission like I don't know i was just like that's what was going to happen it was just it was going to happen i don't know yeah,
2: whether or not yeah or
3: not. and you know everyone <laughs> always, you know, everyone is always like,
0: no choice in the matter It was happening
3: <laughs> people are like oh what if it's awkward when they get home like i i don't know people like would question that all the time i feel like to me you know mm-hmm. um isn't it gonna be weird you haven't seen him in so long blah 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 but I don't know if people realize how deep you can get over letters. I don't know. I feel like it's just a cool thing. Yeah. To, and you develop a new closeness in doing that. So, yeah. There was never and, no about awkwardness.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. And I think, too, like, there's like a big concern. I remember this was a conversation with us. Like, there was a big concern of like, what if it's so awkward? What if you guys are so different? But I'm like, we both spent those two years working on ourselves granted different ways. Like I was in school and yep. so I was working on like more of the educational part, but that didn't mean I was also working on my relationship with God. Cause I absolutely was. And that was like his main focus. And so like similar for you guys, like you were home, you were working, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm,
3: like, we went to community college, but yeah, yeah. like,
1: yeah so i'm like you were doing school you were working like and so i think when people are like what if you're so different i'm like well yeah if one person just sits on their butt on the couch and like just does yeah. nothing for two years like yeah i i could see that but when you both are like putting in the effort to become better for two years like for if it's gonna work out you know like it's it's gonna work out so yeah, so yeah I, I love that so then you came home and what happened Jacob yeah let's
0: hear about this
2: baller you got
1: home when did you guys see each other when did you kiss when did you talk about marriage all the things
2: so she was at the airport when I got when I came home she was with my family Um, there were quite a few people there like my 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 immediate family I had an aunt and uncle who came some cousins um but that was that was honestly like one of the best moments of my life coming home from my from coming home from my mission and seeing all my family some missionaries like want to stay out i don't understand that impulse um <laughs> i loved my mission but i was 100% ready to be done yeah. 2 years was my was my call and i was ready to come home i was ready to see her i was ready to see my freaking mom like yeah. i wanted to see the people that i love and Mm -hmm. grew up with my blood um so i was very excited to get home um hugging my mom for the for the first time in two years um obviously see we hugged at the airport right Mm -hmm. okay i wasn't sure how (laughs) strict (laughs) oh thank goodness yes we did hug I, i guess i i thankfully i wasn't that awkward um but yes we did hug at the airport we didn't kiss until later though i kissed her like what two hours after i got released oh i don't know i mean you talk love... about that, am I right thomas no. <laughs> but, um, That's really mean. i thought i was quick <laughs> um but anyway so yeah that came home we spent like i felt like every waking second together for the next few weeks um i proposed two weeks after getting after getting home and two and a half weeks i would have proposed proposed faster but the ring wasn't ready um so i proposed july was it twenty seventh? july 27th i got home on july 11th 10th 10th um know the dates better. and then we got married september 28th
1: so
3: like two and a half months after you came home
2: so there's like mormon fast weddings and then there's our wedding
1: you guys were faster uh, than us. That's
2: even yeah. We got engaged
0: sooner after, but, you but then you faster. got married by a month and a half faster. Dang,
1: that's impressive. Tell us how you proposed to her.
2: Yeah, let's hear this. It's like a whole story in don't itself.
1: Don't make it. That well. Yeah, it's like okay. It's gonna make it
2: as you know, like, cool was. as it actually was. But I basically had her go on a scavenger hunt to like different areas of the city where we had history. So like one of the stops was. The church where she got baptized another stop was at high school where we met um another stop know. was her, her work why your work
3: maybe because you <laughs> little, little caesars next door i don't
2: know oh did i send you the apex no no okay never mind closed. just various places where we had history were you uh, with her this whole time like no. this whole time no okay. she was, on I was all own. alone i was at no. the final spot
1: which was at right. this
2: like beach area that we had been to a couple of times, and we just really liked it. Um I'm glad you figured that out because we hadn't been there that many times. Um,
0: <laughs> You'd have been just standing there on a the knee, like, waiting twist. the whole time.
2: <laughs> she figured it out. We she got there. We went on a little walk to like the beach area. Um I had like a picnic set up. We walked out into the water, like ankle deep, and then I knelt in the water and proposed. Um, <laughs> That's cool. I brought. My, the funniest part of this whole thing, yeah, in Washington water, right? It had to have been yeah, freezing. July. Yeah, July in Washington's like 70 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> um, but my, the funniest part is my brother was like stealth mode in some bushes, videoing the whole thing. Again, okay. <laughs> I'm this. You going no. to see this video. Have you seen it? No. No, I gotta I don't see, it see this.
3: It's, it's on a DVD somewhere. Oh, my god. Okay, gosh. well,
2: that needs to be a DVD
3: player week tomorrow?
2: We don't we have one actually. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's left one down to the blockbuster and rent one.
3: Yeah, seriously.
2: I wonder if
0: any of those exist still. Ben Dorgan. Fun fact. Anyway. Oh, that's
2: right. <laughs> I remember hearing that. Yeah. Yep. Could have been So you before.
1: did so did you know that this was happening, Kenzie? Like were you like, he's about to propose Yeah. To I feel like
3: I was as I was going to these different places, there was like notes with some sort of sentiment. And so, I don't know. Also, we were going down to a family reunion like that weekend down in California. And I was like, you better propose before then. Like, I don't want to go down there ring list. No, I don't know. So it was like just before then, too. So I'm like, okay, well, if it's happening before then, this is probably
1: it. So that's so fun so we already we already fast forwarded now to today so you guys have been married for 10 years we mentioned you live in arizona you have three kids we um like to say that we're planning our children's weddings because we have two boys and a girl
0: we pair up and perfectly you
1: guys have two girls and a boy so same same
0: order too it's worth great noting.
1: yeah so that's great um you love living in arizona um we want to have a little chat. So we talked just about like kind of your choice to get um, not married, also that, but your choice to get baptized and stuff. But now, you know, all these years later between Thomas and I, and between you guys, we now have had members of our family who have left our faith. Um, So we just want to have kind of a brief discussion about that, because we feel like, that it's just a lot more common right now. Like most of our friends here, um, their families, it's just a mixture of different faiths. Um, and I feel like that's pretty dang common for most people. Um, But especially, I feel like for you, and we've kind of talked about this with you guys before, because you mentioned, well, you wanted to get baptized, like you loved seeing the dynamic of like Jacob's family. And we obviously don't have to get into like specific details, but how has that changed for you as members of his family have left the faith that you came to as a teenager? Yeah,
3: well, I feel like we are, so far removed from that initial decision that yeah nothing's gonna rock anything in that way but also even though that's the case the foundation of his family and what drew me in like so much is still there Mm -hmm. like um also i would say it's not as far as loving being around his family it's not only the I feel like their faith and the way that they grew up is something that made them super close as a family. Um, but just, so yeah, the closeness of his family. And like, I just have one brother, he has three siblings, just like having a bigger family dynamic. Um, I don't know, always having a friend around or someone to do something with, you know? So I wouldn't say it was like, even just the religion part that played into that. But-
1: yeah. Yeah. What do you guys feel like you've learned? And this is actually something that Thomas and I we were
0: talking about right before. Yeah, we, we kind of
1: debrief before, because um, I also have family members that um, have left the faith, but we still have relationships with all of them, um, as I know you guys do um, with your family. But we just kind of talked about this before. Like, what have we learned through this over the last several years is like, um my family members have like chosen to kind of go down different paths. So I'm curious what you guys feel like you've learned for your little family through this experience, I
3: feel like you should share. Why you... We were also debriefing before yeah. this. so I feel like Jacob had
2: something good to say. Well, now you set the bar too high. Hopefully it's good. <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel like for me, it's, it's been hard. And if we're just being, if we're just being honest here, we're really talking about my dad, um, for me growing up, my, my two heroes, my mom and my dad, and that's pretty common for kids. Um, if you grew up in the right, in a good house, ideally your parents are two of your heroes in life. Um, and about seven years ago, my parents got a divorce. Um, because of some, some poor choices on my dad's part, um, and he subsequently left the church, um, left the faith, um, and the hardest part for me has been my hero, my role model, um, just in life and in the gospel, um, is is no longer, he's kind of dead in a lot of ways. Um, and so in- in Like in so that person ways, you knew. Right, yeah, he's yeah. not physically dead, he's still alive. <laughs> um, but that person, spiritually, and for all intents and purposes is gone. Um, and so that's that's been the hardest part is when something, with something challenging Comes up, you know, when I get a, a calling or something in church, and I and I mm-hmm. want some like priesthood advice from my dad, I can't ask him because he wouldn't yeah, have he wouldn't. an answer for me. Um, and so, the silver lining here mm-hmm. has been since my earthly father has kind of failed me spiritually over the last decade. I've really had to lean on my heavenly father um and and that's been that's been a huge a huge blessing for me i've been forced into not relying on the faith of others and building my own faith um directly in in heavenly father and in the savior and so as hard as it's been for me to have a much a vastly different relationship with my dad um it's also created a vastly different relationship with my heavenly dad so um in a good way um so that's been the thing i've learned the most is we can't we can only rely on other people's faith for so long at some point we have to be personally rooted in the gospel and in in the savior. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Love that. Thank you. That's powerful for sure. Um, it also just made me think back to uh one of Kenzie's comments that like what brought her to the gospel isn't necessarily what's kept her here. Um obviously in 10 years time, Thomas and I have almost been married for 10 years as well. Like obviously in that time frame, like our experiences and like the things that we've all gone through change us as a person. And so, you know, maybe ideas and thoughts and things that we did 10 years ago are so different now. So as you guys have gone through this and you're just different life experiences in general, but then also these differing um, ideas of like religion with your family members and stuff like that, what do you feel like keeps you here? Is it still, I mean, I know you're still rooted in this like incredible knowledge that we get to have eternal families and be with our cute kiddos forever and our husbands but is there other specific things that you're like this like now i understand this more you know 10 years later
3: yeah i was saying too so even though it's been that long i still so we had a conversation just a little bit ago how i said to jacob like i'm happy why do i need the gospel you know and he was like, like you don't realize like what could be for you on the other side and i mean that's just truly true and again i was 17 like starting getting ready to start an adult life although sometimes i still don't feel like i'm an adult
0: yeah,
3: <laughs> Amen. No. um, what would my life have been like you know if I hadn't made the choice like where would I be at today like would I be married because it probably wouldn't be to him like and so I just feel like there are just so many blessings that I don't know have come from this and that's just like and the feelings that I felt like that's something that I always have a hard time with when people leave. I'm like, but how do you forget what you once felt? You know, like, especially just those really personal experiences, you know, I don't know. That's always something that I'm like, but how, you know, um, I don't know. Just I feel like we've realized too with what's gone on with his family, mostly just how much more important it all feels to us.
0: That's exactly, exactly what we were talking about before too. Like when we were thinking like, how has this impacted us and our family? Like, I think it's caused us to stop and reflect instead of not that we're in autopilot mode all the time, as far as like living the gospel, but like when there's things like this that happen that like cause you to stop and reflect, I think for us, it's caused us to like, in a good way, re-question everything, like re put everything to the test like pray and like seek confirmation like is this true like there's so much going on but like I think more than anything else it's been a reiteration to us like yeah like this is you know where we're meant to be what we know to be true and so
1: and I feel like something too in these situations is these these, this big like explosion that happened with your parents. Right. And just, um, my dad leaving the church as well as honestly, most of my siblings and other extended family members, um, I still love them all dearly. You know, like we're all working on our relationships and figuring out like these differences that we now have. But I think as a generalization, a lot of times when people leave, A religion and specifically our religion. It's really loud It's a really loud thing that they do and it's all these things that they Don't believe anymore and it just it feels like a lot of noise like it's really really loud and For us to take a step back and think like what what do we believe? Why do we believe what we believe it's quiet and? it can be hard to distinguish because these other opposing opinions and like beliefs are so loud that for us to like have to be quiet and listen to like those quiet voices can be really hard. It's a lot easier to listen to the loud and to the chaos, but it's caused us to really take a step back and focus on like, what are these quiet, like whisperings, especially Kenzie, what you said, like, what are these feelings that we've known for a long, long time that we know to be true. And so that's really what we have relied on. And someone actually made a comment to me recently, like just the hell of the year that Thomas and I have been through, someone was like, I feel like everybody that goes through something like what you guys have gone through, they just like start just talking about how God abandoned them and how they have no faith anymore. And she was like, you guys have just like now coming out on this side, like with such a beautiful testimony and I'm like, Yes, but I will not deny that. I didn't feel those feelings in the thick of it at times, but it's because we have learned to listen to these like quiet reassurances that what we're doing, like we know to be true and that we and the, believe. believe. The, the
3: loud voices are so much more convenient to hear, if that makes yeah. sense. Like think about what situations you're in when you're trying to hear the still small voice, or yeah. you're trying to hear the loud voice because mm-hmm. in your, most of your regular day-to-day life, it's, could be easy to hear a loud voice.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, it's like you put, you pick up your phone and you go on social media or you're just texting with someone or some, I don't know, you're out somewhere and you see something you shouldn't, I don't know. Like
0: yeah, it's, it's just really, and like, available.
3: yeah. just like a lot of focus and dedication i feel like to hear the small bits
1: yeah well well thank you guys i i really appreciate like your perspective on this and your sharing of your testimonies um it's really refreshing i feel like sometimes
0: wait can i just say i freaking love (laughs) you guys I want to like hug my computer right now
1: you can give me a no. No, this is for you guys <laughs> oh yeah um, but no it's really refreshing sometimes thomas and i just are like man like the Get world down. the world just feels so heavy partic- particularly this year like it's has been hard and heavy and i feel like everything that goes on around us is just often a depressing. lot, <laughs> yeah, it's just really yeah. depressing, and I feel like there's no faith left in the world. And so, I really appreciate your willingness to share all of this, your perspective, your testimony of your Heavenly Father. And seriously, we love you guys, you're the best. Don't cry, I cry every day. It's, I talk about it now, I just cry all the time. So, it's fine. <laughs> life is fragile, cry a little bit, it's fine, it's right. yeah.
2: We get soft when we have when we have kids. Oh if God. I don't have like a weekly cry, I just like self-compassion.
0: Something's wrong if you don't cry once a week. Yeah, amen. Jacob has
3: a cry playlist on Spotify. Yeah, so.
2: it's called Crying Mood. Share we might need that, to share please. that in the
1: show notes here. Just
2: a, just a bunch of sad country songs.
1: Goodbye, so, mm, Goodbye,
2: <laughs> I don't know I mean, if I'd consider that country though that Thomas on the episode last week yeah.
1: you did yeah. oh
2: my gosh
1: I don't know we're already singing but all right let's rain it back all right let's, let's wrap it up again, here yeah but, but no seriously thank you guys and hopefully those of you listening whether you're in our faith or not in our faith or you're trying to decide to just have like this fresh refreshing perspective and story and just to be able to hear our testimony i feel like i just hope anytime somebody hears me talk and i mean i'll speak for you too is that they just know that we have a testimony of our heavenly father and his love for us and you guys have very clearly shared that too so thank you for that and we will uh, hopefully have you guys on the podcast again another time but
0: We'll have you back on for another like like light, lighthearted episode. I feel like that's
1: yeah. We got to talk about Disney uh, tips. Yeah, and yeah. You'll give us travel money. hacks
0: and stuff like that. We'll have you on another time. Seriously, it's
2: so glad you guys to be here. So. We'll come on and talk about college football because I know that's what Alyssa and Kenzie want to talk about. No. So.
3: How about we take a Disney trip together one of these times, and then we no. can talk all about it. We can recap
2: it in a podcast.
3: Seriously. Big dreams. Okay,
0: well, for those listening, we appreciate you being here and until next week, love the Nilsons.